Welcome to Passionate and Prosperous, the only podcast about creating success in your life and business by using your voice, gifts, and skills to do the work that lights you up, make money, and have massive impact in the world. This show teaches coaches, creatives, and service-oriented human beings how to trust in yourself and leverage your unique message, experience, and expertise to attract your ideal audience, create clients, and organically build your soul-aligned business. I'm your host, mindset and business strategy coach, Stacey Brass Russell, and I can't wait to help you to set yourself up for success and use your passion to create the prosperous life and business that you truly desire. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to mention two things. First, if you're listening to this around the time the episode is releasing, I want to wish you all a happy new year. And even if you're listening to it at some other time, I'm still wishing you a happy new year because, well, it's always a good time to have a good year. And every day is the first day of the rest of your life. I know it's cheesy, but it's actually really true. And secondly, I want to invite you to something super special. You may remember that we have an episode called Who Are You For? And it's all about knowing your niche. Well, guess what? I decided to offer a brand new free training in January to help you figure out your niche. I know, right? Yes, you hear me correctly. It is a free five-day training and it is going to be epic. If you are a coach, a creative, or an entrepreneur, or if you know that something is on the horizon for you and you want to start doing the work now to figure out exactly what you want to do, I hope you will take me up on this. Again, this is free and you can save your spot by going to stacybrass-russell.com forward slash know your niche written with no spaces. It will also be in the show notes, so don't worry. This is going to be amazing, so don't miss it. And that's what I wanted to share with you. And with that, here's episode nine. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous with Stacey Brass Russell. So if my calculations are correct, this episode will be releasing for the first time on December 29th, 2021. So if you happen to be someone who's with us in real time because you have been here from the beginning, first of all, I just want to thank you again for being one of the first listeners and for listening every week when the episodes come out. I know that some of you let me know that you really look forward to Wednesdays. And if you are someone listening to this far out in the future, because I know that we're going to be around a long time and I I hope that if it's somewhere in mid-2022 or 2023 and you're just discovering Passionate and Prosperous and you're listening in order, this episode is still going to be so relevant for you. And the reason is because today we are going to be talking about manifestation. So one of the reasons why I thought it would be so great to time this episode on manifestation with the end of the year is because this is obviously a time that many people are thinking about how they would like to wrap up the year 2021 and what they would like to be creating or doing in the coming year 2022. And one of the things that I'm not, this is not news that many people do is create resolutions. And, you know, 
a really long time ago, I stopped using the word resolutions because the energy of the word resolution for me is just this it's actually like a down energy. It feels like a low vibration. When I think of resolving myself to something, like I always say it that way too. I'm like resolving myself. I feel like, and you know, if you could see me, you'd see I'm sort of like shrugging my shoulders and slumping over because resolving feels like giving up it, or it kind of feels like, it feels like, oh, I'm just going to like, declare this and I'm going to do it because it feels like what I should do or what I have to do. And resolving has this, always has this feeling of like discipline and deprivation to me. <laughs> so, but, and I'm all for discipline. Like we're going to talk about that. But, um, but years ago, I really stopped thinking that resolutions were the way to go. And I started thinking more about, you know, the idea of, well, first of all, evolution, right? The idea that instead of resoluting myself, I'd like to evolute myself. I'd like to evolve into like what's next for me, you know, when we really think about the whole point of a new year and an opportunity to sort of like step into maybe like a next level or, you know, what's coming for us. It's our evolution, we're actually just going to continue to grow and expand. And if we're people that are trying to, you know, create our passionate and prosperous lives, which are always um, expanding and always getting more passionate and more prosperous, then we are evolving because we are constantly taking everything that we've already created, everything that we've been experiencing and learning, and we're using it and we're moving forward with it and we're bringing it into our future. And that feels much more like manifesting to me than resolving myself to anything. So the reason why I wanted to talk about, about manifestation is because I really believe that manifesting, manifestation is a really important activity for anybody who really wants to be creating a passionate and prosperous life and business. So I you know, was thinking when I was getting ready for this episode, I was like, I'm going to title it How to Manifest What You Want, <laughs> right? Because I teach this. And, you know, something that I want to say right off the bat is that it is true that there can be a lot of interpretations or understandings of manifestation that sound and feel like very woo, like really woo-woo, right? Um, and I think I've mentioned this in some episode you know, where I've said, like, I consider myself to be like a blend, like a really good balance of the woo with the practical and the strategy and the down to earthness and the, you know, I'm not all woo, but I am woo. And I think you have to be woo. Like everyone needs to have some woo to balance out the practicality and to balance out the thinking mind. Because when I think of that woo-woo and I think of manifestation and, and you know, and, and the laws of attraction and all these things that for some of you listening, I'm sure you are into all of this, right? Because a lot of creatives and, and, and soulful, heart-centered individuals uh, already, you know, love the practices that involve being with the, the laws of, of, of attraction, the laws of the universe, really believing in energy, believing in that we are such uh, an important co-creator in our experience and in our outcomes, right? So I know a lot of you listening already know that. And I think that maybe some of you listening are intrigued or curious and that you're not totally writing it off, but maybe you haven't like really 
you haven't really explored this yet. So I'm hoping that after today's episode that those of you who already um, love the idea of manifesting and, you know, practices that involve like being in connection with the universe or, or, you know, knowing how to use your energy that you'll feel like this gave you even more of a sense of how to use it. And then those of you who are just the curious ones or who are like, hmm, you know, I'm hoping you'll come away from this being converted and convinced that manifesting is something that you need to do. Okay. And I feel really strongly about that. So, um, One of the things that I find really interesting is that I do work with a lot of individuals who come from a background of loving all of these things, like they're yoga practitioners or even yoga teachers and, you know, spiritual individuals and, um, like I said, creative and heart-centered and soulful, and yet... What I've also discovered is that what not also what I have discovered is that many of these people, individuals, wonderful, amazing people, don't know how to use the these practices so that they actually do anything. So what is manifestation? Well, first I'm going to tell you something it's not. Manifesting is not grabbing magazines and cutting out things that you want and putting it on a vision board. I love vision boards, by the way. Um, So I'm totally not putting down a vision board. But the thing is, is that a vision board doesn't work by itself. So what manifestation is not, is not making a vision board and putting it, you know, out on your desk and then thinking, well, I made the vision board. So now I'm just going to go about my business and hope that all the things on my vision board are just going to magically come to fruition because because I put them on my vision board, right? And I think that sometimes that is what people think, right? People are like, I made a vision board and now I'm just going to have this vision board and I'm going to look at it and I'm going to and I'm going to think, I'm going to meditate on it and I'm going to be like, wow, I really can't wait till all these things come true. Um, but that is not how it works and that it, that's not going to work. Like a vision board is a tool and we'll talk more about that in a little bit, but making it and then having it sit around is not manifestation. So some people might be skeptical of manifestation at some point because maybe they made a vision board and it didn't work and they're like, yeah, yeah, I don't know. That stuff doesn't work. Um, but it doesn't work by itself. And then what manifestation also is not is magic. Although when you manifest something that you really wanted, it can feel unbelievably magical. I mean, it actually feels like, well, this is magical. But when I say it's not magic, what I mean is similar to the vision board, manifestation doesn't just work magically. It's not like it's not like a, someone casts a spell or waves a wand and then you magically like have what you want. So what is manifestation? Well, the the literal definition, there are a couple of different definitions, but like some of the definitions that you could find in, in the dictionary, for example, is that manifestation is to display or show, a, you know, by one's acts or appearance, like to demonstrate. So it's kind of like it's manifestation is sometimes considered like like when something is actually like appearing in your actions, okay? So that's one way of looking at manifestation. And then another way that it's described is something that is readily perceived by the senses and especially by the sense of sight. 
So manifesting is something that is kind of goes from being you know, ethereal or, you know, imagined or in your mind. And it actually becomes something that your senses, you know, can, can see, hear, smell, taste, feel, right? And, and so technically then, then that makes it feel, and this could be a whole other episode, like what I'm about to say, but it's real. And now we could go into like existential conversation about like, what is real? What is not real? <laughs> but for the purposes of manifestation, we're talking about like something that's like becomes tangible, right? It becomes real. And then, and then one other definition of manifested or something that is manifested is something that is easily understood or recognized by the mind. Okay. So here's the thing. When we are individuals who are wanting to, and, and I know I always say create passionate and prosperous lives, but I want to make sure that that you know that I'm not just talking about like that you don't have a passionate and prosperous life and that you, you're, you're listening to this podcast because you're like hoping to create one. I mean, that could be true, but I'm, I'm usually in my mind, I'm thinking if you're here and you're listening, you're a passionate and prosperous person. It's already here. It's already happening. Even if you want more or you want to create more, you want more wealth, you want to create more money, you want more success, you want to make more things, you want to put more things out into the world. And that's what I consider like prosperous, right? Um, If you're listening, even if those things aren't manifested yet, you're already passionate and prosperous. So what we're all here doing is we're just continuously trying to um, figure out and, and be in the space of expansion because who wants to stop nobody wants to stop like there's no there's no cap or limit right you're never going to go you know what i'm passionate and prosperous enough i'm good i'm just going to keep doing everything exactly the same way i just want to keep everything the same i don't want any greater levels i don't want i don't want to up level anything so nobody here is like is putting a cap, right, or a limit on passionate and prosperous. Like there, there's no point where you go, you know what? I have enough passion and prosperity. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like stop doing anything else. I'm just gonna, you know, maintain. Um, I don't really think that that's what happens with people that have so much that they need to share and say and do and work to do and service to provide and things to create and people to reach, right? So knowing that, that means that you are always someone, we are always people, I am this person too, that is always going to be thinking, well, well, what am I going to do next? And this brings me to why I thought the timing of this for the new year would be really relevant for you because what and, – and also especially when, if, you're, if you're open to thinking less about resolutions, right? Like so look, if you feel like you need to make a resolution about like not eating sugar or you're going to do dry January or you know, you're going to – resolve to be more disciplined to go to the gym every day. I'm all for that. Like, yeah, like it's great. Like new starts are great. It's really important to like feel a motivation, right? And if the new year feels motivating to you to be like, I'm going to start, you know, by all means, I'm all for that. But what we're talking about here is less about the discipline, you know, like those things, less about, about like kind of getting back on track or feeling like you're going to act healthier. I mean, I love all that. I mean, I'm, you know, I do it. I do it. I want to, you know, 
I always at the end at the end of the year, I always think, okay, I'm gonna go into the new year. I'm gonna not eat cheese and gluten. <laughs> right? so that's like my thing. But what we're talking about here is the other stuff. Like, what do you want to create? What do you want to create? When you think about the coming year, and if you're not listening to this on New Year's, you know, 2021, whatever, what is it when you look at to your future, what's next? What do you want to create? And here's here's the big thing now about why we're talking about manifestation. Most of the time, when we have that idea about what we want to do, whatever it is, some of you listening to this, it may be starting your business. Some of you, it may be that you started your business and it's not going anywhere and you have, you're committed to making it go somewhere next year. Some of you may have a business that's going and you're like, what's next for me? I want to create more. I want to create more programs. I want to create courses. I want to do a podcast. I want to write a book. I want to do a one woman show. I want to start a band. I want to record a a hit song. I, I don't know, like whatever it is, that's next for you, the chance, chances are it's something that you haven't done yet. And therefore, your brain and your energy system and your nervous system don't recognize it. So whenever we want to do something bigger, right, doesn't have to be the biggest thing ever. It doesn't have to be some outrageous, you know, goal Anything that we want to do that is going to invite us to step outside of our comfort zones, to have to stretch ourselves, to do some things that feel risky or that we don't know how to do. Remember saying yes before we know how, right? Whenever we're in that situation, and we are always going to be in that situation whenever we are thinking, what's next for me? Our nervous system and our brain and our energetic system don't know how to do it. It, They don't recognize it. Did you ever get that message when you um, try to plug something in and you get like the message that says, this device is not recognized? Have you ever had that? Well, I want you to imagine that you do that to yourself. Like your brain does that. It doesn't recognize certain things that you may desire, that you really want to create, that you want to say. You know, like, like one of the things for me, I'll just, you know, I like to be pretty transparent. I mean, I'm hoping to be, you know, I'm hoping to be, you know, a a good role model for you or to be a mentor or to be an inspiration. So I'll just share with you, like, one of the things for me is that I really do want to have a seven figure business. Okay. Like I'm not there yet, but I, but I, but I want to have a seven figure business and Nothing in my body or my brain or my nervous system knows what that feels like. It doesn't identify it as anything. So so I have to do a lot of work to come into alignment with this thing that in this moment, there's no part of Stacey Brass Russell that knows what that is like and therefore doesn't really know what to do or what action to take, right? So... Whenever we're in that situation, and I'm sure you can think of plenty of things like that for yourself, like when you're thinking about 2022 and what does this year look like for you? What do you want to do? What do you want to create? What's the mission? What do you want to, how do you want to up level? I'm sure that no one is thinking that they want to go into the new year and you're like, yeah, you know, um, I don't know. I'll just repeat what I did this year. 
<laughs> you know, same thing as like the cap, you know, the cap on your passion and prosperity. No one's putting a cap. No one, no one listening to this podcast is thinking, I don't know. I don't think I'm going to do anything in 2022. No, that's ridiculous. And if that's what you're thinking, you know, send me a message so we can talk about that. Um, so assuming that you're not because you're a passionate and prosperous person and you're going into the new year with whatever your goal is, 10 clients, you know, 50K, you know, just starting, <laughs> you know, making something like whatever that is. Um, if it's something you've never done before and if it's a stretch and if it's outside your comfort zone, your senses Remember how I told you that definition that something that is manifested is readily perceived by the senses? Okay? If you've never done that before, it's your senses are not perceiving it. And it's not easily understood or recognized by the mind. These are the definitions I gave you, right? And it's not even easy to display by your acts, by your actions. So what is manifesting? What is manifestation? Well, manifestation is the work that we do, that you do. And if you're not doing it yet, you're going to be doing it by the end of this episode. <laughs> manifestation is the work that we get to do in order to close that gap of not recognizing what it is that we want to create. It's how we actually Teach our brains and our nervous systems and our energetic bodies to know that something is possible, to start actually thinking that it already knows how or knows what the feeling is or, or knows it, that it can perceive it so that we can actually bring it to fruition, so that we can actually make it happen. So manifestation is the process that we need to do, right? The, the process. It's a series of things. But it's the process that we need to, to in, engage with in order to have results and outcomes that in this moment, in the present moment, you're, you don't have a connection to yet because you've never done it. It's not happening yet. And so there's no cell in your body that's like, yeah, yeah, I know how to do that. Great. Let's go for it. So the idea that you can actually become someone who can pre-game yourself, right? So that you can have what you want. That's what manifestation is. So if hopefully if you if you heard the beginning of this and you were like, oh my God, she's going into like woo-woo land, hopefully your ears are perking up and you're like, wait, maybe this isn't as woo. As it sounds, some people present it way too woo-woo and it makes me really annoyed, to be honest with you, right? Like when people act like manifestation is like, you know, all you have to do is, you know, think about six figures enough and then, you know, somehow you're mad magically getting it in your bank account, you know, and, you know, that's bullshit. But, but manifestation is a process. I call it an alchemical process, right? Because it really is that you put all the right things together, right? And when you do, you get an outcome. So, so what does this mean? So how do we do manifestation? 
So as I already said, manifesting is is bringing about an outcome or a result that in the moment you don't know how to get there, right? Or what it feels like because it's so new to you. So it's like outside your current realm, right? And your 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 brain and your nervous system and your energetic body are like, I don't know what you're talking about. And what we're going to do right now is I'm going to break down for you what it what it takes to become a manifester. So I hope that that sounds exciting to you. I'm excited to teach it to you because to me, it's it's a big part of how I can help you to be successful because there's, you know, there's strategy and there's, there's like stuff to know for sure, right? If you want to start a business or if you have a business and you're not really sure how to create clients or you don't know how to generate revenue or you don't know how to launch a program or you're not really sure how to create an organic funnel, right? Or you don't really know how like how to take someone through the process of onboarding them as a client or you don't know how to put together your coaching program or okay, those are things that you need to know. Like you do need to be, be taught that, you need a you need a mentor, you need Someone who knows, if you don't know it, some things you have to just figure out by trying, right? So those things, those things are like, are, are things that you can, that you can learn. But then when it comes to being successful, you know, with what you have to do, like inside of yourself, what I'm about to teach you is really important because it's the thing that you need in conjunction with all of that other information. Okay. So what we're really going to be talking about now is a very, very, very old model, right? Now, some people may have heard this from like Stephen Covey from Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. Um, I know that Tony Robbins sometimes talks about this, but it predates them, right? We don't even totally know. It's like a, we don't know exactly like where this, where this evolved from, but it's the concept of be, do, have, Okay, and be, do, have, that model, what it means is who do you need to be in order to do the things that you, I say, want to do, sometimes people say have to do, in order to have what you want to have, in order to have your outcomes, your results. Who do you need to be in order to do the things that you want to do in order to have the things that you want to have? And what this is implying is that who you're being, meaning before you're doing the stuff, right? Before you're doing the strategy and the and the everything I just mentioned, the stuff you can learn and whatever, who do you need to be? What do you need to be thinking? What energy do you need to be in alignment with, right? In order to take the kind of actions, which as you know from me, are the big actions. Now, it, it, we could say that it's any action or every action because because everything that we do is a choice that we make and everything leads to our outcomes, right? So everything that we do becomes part of the equation. But what we're really talking about here is like on those big visions, on those big things that you see for yourself, that you want for yourself, those actions that you need to take to get there are their big actions. They're actions that require for you to have some fuel behind the action, right? The right fuel, the right energy. And that has to do with like, who are you being? What are you thinking? 
What are you embodying? What's the energy that you're bringing to your situation when you take action so that you can take the actions that are the ones that are usually the big, bold, risky ones, the ones that feel outside your comfort zone, the ones that feel like you're really not going to know how to do it until you do it. There are so many actions like that in in a coaching business, in a, in a service-based business, in being a creative and offering your services. It's important to remember that there are so many things that you're not going to ever really know how to do until you do them, right? I have told so many people, my clients, <laughs> right, who I support, like, I mean, ask any of my clients the level of support that that I give. I will hold your hand. I will be your partner. I will hook elbows with you. I will, I'll, we can tie our legs together like a three-legged race and I will go with you. I will go with you until the very last point that I'm allowed to go, right? Like kind of at the airport, you know, (laughs) this is the last place you can go without a ticket, right? And then there's going to be this like, you're going to then have to go do the thing. And I'll have told you everything. I'll be like, okay, now just try to remember this and remember to drop hints about your program. (laughs) Remember to engage with the audience. Remember to do that. I can tell you all those things. But then until you're actually doing it, you're not going to ever know how to do it. You know, and maybe the first time you do it, you're going to forget half those things. So the actions that we take when we are up leveling always feel big and scary. And so who we're being when we're taking those actions is really important. Okay. And then the have what we want, right, to get the outcomes that we want. The idea is that that's a formula. So that formula of be, do, have, right, is letting you know that the work begins with who are you being coming into energetic alignment. So if, if we can back up for a second, what I told you was that the reason why, right, it's hard to, I'm not going to say hard. I'm not going to say hard to, I'm just going to say when we want to do something that is, that feels hard or that's big or that's new, our brains, right? don't understand. Our energy systems, our nervous systems don't understand. And so it it feels like we don't know what to do. We don't know how to get there. We don't know the action to take. And so the very first thing that we have to do is we have to come into alignment energetically with that thing that we want, with that outcome, with that desire. And from there, that that version of us, which is just a version of us that is now more aligned and more energetically charged, right? That version of us is going to take the actions that it needs to take in order to get the outcomes that we want. Okay. So, so a lot of what I'm talking to you about is about the work that we each individual have to do ourselves. It's work that you have to do every day. Manifestation is work that we do every single day. And I'm going to tell you that ideally you do it when you first wake up 
ideally you do this in the morning. And the reason for that is that that brain that I keep talking about, the one that's like very, very ready to come up with all of the reasons why you can't do something, the brain that's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I d- we're not doing that. We don't know how to do that. We don't even know what that feels like. That's so far-fetched. That's for other people. That's not for you. Just come on. Just like stay small. Just be happy with what you have. That part of your brain, and we all have that part of our brain. So that part of our brain is not evil or bad. It's just the comfort brain. It's the it's the keep you alive brain. It's the brain that's like, listen, let's not like let's not throw things out of balance. Let's just stay with things the way they are. We're surviving, we're alive. Things may not be the way we really want them, but you know what? Th- that's life. <laughs> right? You have a part of your brain like that. We all do. But we can't let that part of our brain rule. We have to we have to talk to that part of our brain and be like, thank you so much for protecting me, but I feel really good about taking this risk. <laughs> you have to be able to tell that to your brain. So so that brain, okay, when you first wake up in the morning, that is your best shot at at getting to the brain, the part of your brain that's open and receptive and and ready to experience something, the morning is when you're most likely to be able to do that. Once the day begins and you are operating in what I call your outgoing mind and you're being influenced by like all of your external influencers, right? Like the moment you go out into the world, the moment you interact with other people, the moment you turn on the TV, the moment you let in social media, okay, all of those things, you you are getting yourself further and further away from the part of your brain, from the part of your mind that would that is the manifester, okay? So as soon as you start letting all these other things in and you have to start playing, you know, you, you, you basically have to then start reacting, Right. And you have to start processing outside information and you have to start like having your responsibilities and your day. And for many of you, that involves other people. So then like your kids need you and then you're and then you're doing this and you have to go to work, whatever it is. Just think of that. Think of the minute your brain is infiltrated. Okay, the manifesting part of your brain, the part that wants to do this work, the part that's receptive, the part that can get new information, the part that can come into alignment energetically with something new is less available to you. So that's why I always tell everyone, you know, I wrote a chapter in a book a few years ago. I got I got to be in like a collaborative of like a book writing thing. I don't know. You've probably seen books like that. Anyway, it was this health coach book. Um, back, back, back when I first started coaching and someone asked me, but, and they, so you, we were allowed to like write whatever chapter we wanted, you know? And so what was my chapter? My chapter was called how to have a great day. (laughs) (laughs) And it was all about how you start your day. It was all about your morning. So this is like something that I've been like teaching and practicing and talking about for a very long time, because we know from a scientific point of view that the brain, that this is just the best time of day to do things for a million reasons because of your brain, right? Also, it's just a good time of day. So the early morning hours are considered to be expansive. In yoga philosophy, right? In like, in, 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 you know, not yoga philosophy only, but sort of like an Indian culture, right? The, the early, early morning hours are called Brahma Murti. 
it's like the the time of the gods, right? If you think about if you think about like what spiritual teachers, um, you know, monks and um, you know, and 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 people who have devoted their life to spiritual practice, what do they do? They wake up in the dark. They wake up in the crack of dawn to do their meditating, to do their practice. Why? Because everyone knows that the early morning hours are the most conducive to doing this this inner work, this contemplative work, this work that you must want, you, I, I say you must want to do it, meaning you got to believe that this is real. You have to know if you, the most successful people, the most successful people, whatever success means to you, whether it's money or whether it's like, you know, just doing their passionate work, um, you know, or having the things that you look at and you think that's success. I promise you, if you were to ask them about like what they do, every one of them is going to talk about what they do in the morning before they're interacting with other people. Okay. So if you, if this is new to you, I, I hope that you are going to consider what I'm telling you. And even if it feels hard, cause this is the, this is the number one pushback. I can't, I have a household full of people, my kids, my this, my that. And you know what? I tell people, and look, I don't have kids, so I I don't want to sound like an asshole, okay? But I have lots of clients, excuse me, I have lots of clients that have kids, and we have to talk about how they're going to fit this in. And if it means that you have to get up, you know, at the crack of ass dawn before your kids, you know, and obviously if you've like infants or like really little kids, like, okay, I get it. You know, you, you may have to like do your manifestation practice at a different time, (laughs) but I'm just saying that in general, we all need to figure out a way to have some sort of sacred time in the morning and it doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be an hour, But we need to do these things in the morning, all right, if possible, if possible, whenever possible. So what do we have to do? Well, we have to wake up and we have to be dedicated to knowing that we have this moment to capture this time with ourselves, this time before our brain is going to go into that 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 way of working that is not going to serve us on a higher level. It's not like the the, the part of the brain that's interested in new stuff, in expansion, right? In, in energetic alignment, right? <laughs> okay. We have to capture that part of the brain and we have to do something with it while we have the chance. All right. So manifestation is visualization plus strategy. So manifestation is when you know what it is that you want to create for yourself, when you know what those outcomes are, those results are, those things that you don't have now and therefore don't know how to do them or don't know what they feel like, you need to be able to start visualizing those things, visualizing yourself having those outcomes, visualizing what will happen when you have those outcomes to the point where you start convincing, I'm not going to say tricking, convincing your energy body and your brain and your nervous system that you really can see yourself having those things to the point where you could even feel yourself having them. So visualization is a very important practice. One of the things that I hear from people is a fear that they 
are doing it wrong or that you can do it wrong. So, so if, so first of all, I would refer them back to our episode. <laughs> you can't do anything wrong, right? You can't visualize in a wrong way. Are there ways to learn how to strengthen your practice of visualization? Absolutely. You know, one of the things that I do, and I'll teach this to you right now, is if I really want to visualize an outcome that in the moment feels like I don't know how I'm going to get there. And, you know, I want to just tell you that, like, this is when I keep referencing, like, having things or having outcomes or results, it, it's not only about, like, things in your business or whatever. It also is about things that you may want. Okay, so I'll just give you an example um, of something that I feel I manifested in 2021, which was having a car. Now, for any of you that live like somewhere in the suburbs or whatever, that may not sound like a big deal to you. But here in New York City, having a car is a big deal because, you know, if you have a car in New York City, unless you are ready to completely run your life by parking alternate side of the street parking, you have to pay for your car to be in a garage. Um, and, you know, it's a luxury. We don't live in a city where we would drive everywhere every day. The whole idea of having a car is to have freedom and get to go outside of the city, to have convenience, to be able to, you know, do things on the spur of the moment. And, you know, it's really expensive. It's a big expense to keep a car in Manhattan. And, you know, I I think I've mentioned before, I'm, you know, 53 years old, and I've lived in Manhattan almost my entire life. And... At some point, and I know it was a little bit pandemic also induced, you know, this helped. At some point last year, I just, I, I just finally got the feeling, of, of the strong feeling of that's it. That's it. I know we've said it. I know we've said one day, one day we're going to get a car. We're getting a car this year. But honestly, the, the idea of adding that expense to the monthly expenses was very scary. And I didn't really know like how I was going to, make it happen. And it wasn't only about making the money to do it or having the money. It was also about coming into alignment with believing that I could have that and would not have to worry that I had made some sort of like a bad decision and always be afraid that like, now I said I have a car and what if I can't keep up? What if I can't keep making the payments, right? Because that's the way our brains work. And so, so coming into alignment with having a car was not only about like the, the the math, you know, can I, you know, make sure that I have this extra thousand dollars a month or whatever, but it was also knowing that in order to do this action, in order to literally go and get the car, I would have to come into complete energetic alignment with this outcome. And so I started visualizing it and, you know, in the beginning, it was like, what was I visualizing? I didn't even know what kind of car I was going to get. Um, but the practice of visualization is the practice of deciding something that you would either like to have or that you would like to do or an outcome that you want and creating as much of, of a felt sense of it as possible for yourself. And it doesn't have to be the same every day. Right. I have a I have a tool called a mental rehearsal that like I sometimes give people I I've recorded mental rehearsals, uh, you know, as a meditation for people where you rehearse yourself going through an experience. Um, 
But what I'm going to give you is a really great way to begin visualization is to ask yourself the who, what, when, where, why, right? And then also go through the five senses. Like, you know, what, what, what will I be seeing, hearing, smelling, um, tasting, feeling? Okay. So <clears throat> when you want to visualize something, if you don't know where to begin, one thing that you can do is you can literally fill that out for yourself. Okay. So if I have that outcome, um, when, when will I have it? Right. So you, so you think about a time, um, that you have the outcome maybe, right? Not when you first get it, maybe when you already have it and you put yourself at some point in the future and you try to make it really specific. So maybe it's at like some event that's that, that you know you have coming up that you know that if you were at that event and we're finally saying, yes, I did this, I have this, that that would be an amazing thing for you to already be telling people about this thing, Right. The where. Where are you when you're having this outcome? And again, it doesn't have to be the moment it comes to fruition, but it can be you visualizing yourself once you have this next thing, once you get to this next level, what is it going to feel like to be you? Where will you be? right? What will you be seeing? What will you be hearing? So you put yourself in an environment, for example, you know, a made up environment, even you're using your imagination. That's what visualization is. And you craft for yourself the vision. And you try to work on it every day and make it as strong as possible until you until it's easy, until you you open your eyes and you're sitting. I do all of my practices in my bed, just so you know, right? So this isn't like I wake up and I go somewhere and I'm like, I'm going to do my manifestation practices, right? I wake up in the morning and I have a routine. I wake up in the morning. And again, I'm, I just want to say that I understand that I'm lucky in certain ways, not all the ways, that I don't have kids or whatever, okay? So I don't think I'm lucky that I don't have kids, okay? But I think I get, I get that not everyone has the luxury that I have where they can stay sitting in their bed in the morning and no one bothers them, okay? But I have that luxury, so I'm just going to tell you about me. So I wake up in the morning and I have my water jar on my bed stand already made with lemon and cucumber. Christopher, my husband, makes our jars at night. And I have that and I sit in my bed and I stack up my pillows. And the first thing I do actually is I take a selfie of myself and I put it on my stories on Instagram. And I know that you may be thinking, what the fuck is that? But that's a practice that I started um, back earlier this year. And I do it every single day because it it, it guarantees me a moment where I – I look in the camera and I look and I smile and I'm happy that I woke up and I'm happy that the day is beginning and and I and I say good morning. I say good morning to myself and then I put it on social media and I say good morning to everybody else because I think it's really, really important to be the determiner of how you are when you wake up in the morning. You know, when people say they wake up in a bad mood, I don't get that. I, you know, I don't really know what that totally means. I actually don't think you wake up in a bad mood. I think that you choose your mood the minute you wake up, the minute you wake up. Okay. So I sit in my bed, I do my selfie and I drink my water and I begin my practice. And my practice, sometimes it's longer than others. But I have my notebook and my pen always next to the bed, whatever the journal is that I keep next to the bed. And I close my eyes. And I first just quiet myself, right? I just like sit for a moment. I listen to the birds outside my window. I pet my cat. I just like have a moment of gratitude. You know, sometimes I actually think grateful thoughts if I know that like for whatever reason I need to do that. Um, 
And then I will, I will, I will literally think, okay, what is it that I'm working on? What am I visualizing? What do I want to see for myself? You know, I visualized putting out this podcast for a while when it, when I, when I wasn't taking action on it yet because things felt like hard with everything that I had going on in my business and in my personal life. And it just felt like, oh, when am I going to do that? How can I fit it in? And so I visualized myself doing it and reaching more people and, you know, getting to put my voice out into the world. So I, so I, and I, and I visualized getting the car and I visualized having a car and I visualized going on road trips and I visualized my freedom and how I was going to feel. So I do this. I, and I don't always visualize next year. Sometimes I just visualize like this week. <laughs> I just want to be, if I have something coming up, I want to visualize having success at that. Sometimes I just visualize my success, period right? Because every day I have to anchor in to the things that I want to be creating so that I can be in alignment with who I'm being so that I can do them, right? So if you're walking around with like a shitty mindset and thinking you're in a bad mood and like, you know, like feeling like crap, the chances of you manifesting amazing things that you want are going to be slim. So managing your mind, managing how you you you're showing up that's the b right the b of b do have the who are you being is where it all starts and you get to do that the minute you wake up you get to take inventory you get to see how you're feeling okay maybe you are feeling a little bit low vibe all right that happens right shit's going on in your life maybe there's like some stressful stuff there's some I I have I've had lots of stressful stuff and I have to notice when I wake up I'm gonna manage that I'm going to put in something that's gonna help balance that out so that I don't enter into my day only with the idea or thought of how stressed out I am So you have an opportunity when you first wake up to decide who you're going to be and the energy that you want to be in alignment with. But I know we're we're talking about manifesting. So we are talking about when you want to manifest some bigger things, you must begin with visualizing what those things are. And you can really map out that visualization by, by really asking yourself those questions. What will I be seeing? What will I be hearing? Where will I be? What will I be doing? How will it feel? What will I be wearing? You know, and, and I know maybe hearing me say it right now, it might sound a little silly, but I promise you that this is the way it begins. Okay. Then we have to match our visualization. Okay. With affirming that we know that we are the people that can have that, that can do that. Okay. And what that means is noticing what your tendencies are with your thoughts, what the tendency is with the way that your thoughts go and your possible limiting beliefs, possible things that you, that you, you know, think your inner critic, the voice that doesn't always support you, the one inside your own head, you have to know what those things are so that you can say what you would rather be thinking. Okay, so affirmations are putting in the words into your brain, into your mind that support your visualization and support you having what you want to have. This is all part of manifesting, okay? And so your affirmations, you can't do it wrong. 
So I'll just give you an example. There are some mornings that like I literally grab my notebook and I write down, I am strong. I am capable. My voice matters. (laughs) I can do anything I put my mind to, right? I am exactly where I'm meant to be. Um, you know, uh, my, you know, my, I, I, I'm not rattling off any more of them right now, but you get the gist, right? That there, that it's important for you to be able to say to yourself the supporting statements that need to, that you need to believe. And you may not always believe them 100% until you start saying them, until you start putting them down, until you start putting it into your subconscious, into your brain. Okay, what do you need to believe about yourself? I have everything that I need, right? I am worthy. That is available to me. If so-and-so can have that, so can I, right? I am inspired when I see people, this is an affirmation. I am inspired when I see others having what I would like because it lets me know that it's available for me too. The universe has my back. Okay, so there's no wrong affirmations. We just want them to always be in the affirmative. We want them to be as if they're happening right now, not I will, right? Or, you know, I'm going to. No, I am. I am. That's the part of the be, right? Be, do, have. That's the be. I am being. I am I am already who I need to be to have a seven-figure business. I am already the woman who knows how to put herself out there. I know how to sell out a course. It is happening, right? I'm just giving you some ideas of things that you might want to do, right? And we, I, I have many clients and they are so well served by me and they are getting incredible outcomes. That's an affirmation. Sometimes you can just affirm things that are already happening because you need to be reminded that you're already doing incredible things and that's one of the reasons why you can do more. So affirmations are so important. And then comes the action, right? The do. So then every single day, we get to ask ourselves, what is the next thing that I need to do in order to make that thing happen? You don't have to know all the things. You don't have to know everything. You just need to ask yourself, what action would be in in alignment with with this outcome. What do I really think is the next thing I need to do? Maybe the next thing you need to do is is some research. Maybe the next thing you need to do is find someone to help you. Maybe the next thing you need to do is hire your coach. I, you know. So when we say the next thing we need to do, it you know it's a series of things. But we need to strategize because manifestation is not magic. It's not putting the stuff on the vision board and then walking away. It's putting the stuff on the vision board and then working with it. It's putting the stuff on the vision board and then looking at the vision board and going, okay, I'm going to really use this vision board that I created myself for myself to start visualizing myself having these things. And as I visualize myself having these things, I'm going to step into that future version of myself and I'm going to allow my energetic body and my nervous system and my brain to experience that as if it's happening now so that they will work with me and they will stop resisting and saying, no, we don't know anything about that. And once I get that energetic alignment, I am going to start knowing what actions I need to take and 
and I'm going to have the courage to take them because I have brought my energetic body up to speed. So anytime you want to manifest something new, something big, something different, it's going to take doing something that feels scary, hard, challenging, new, but you will have the courage to do it if you do these practices. If you wake up in the morning and you look at yourself and your brain and you decide what you want to do with it, your brain is malleable. Your brain is available to you. Your brain is your most important tool. So if you don't do things every day to decide how you want to work with your brain and you just let it go on default, you've heard me talk about this before, you're not going to get what you want. So manifesting is not magic. It's not woo-woo. It is it is woo in that it is how we align ourselves energetically with the universe, the universe being your partner, your co-creator, telling the universe what you're looking for is one of the most important ways of getting it because that is where the life force and the energy comes from that comes into you and merges with your intellect so that you can take action and make things happen. The universe is supporting that, but you're the one who declares what the universe is helping you with, not the other way around. So you do not walk around hoping that the universe delivers all this wonderful magical stuff to you while you just go about your day with like a shitty mindset. Not happening. It's the other way around. It's you telling in the affirmative, right? Not telling the universe what you don't want. That's a big one, right? I'm sure everyone here could list all the things they don't want, don't like, what they don't. Do not go that direction. What do you want? Be clear. Visualize. Step into what that future vision is. It doesn't matter what you don't want. If you if you speak that into the universe, you may fuck things up. I'm just telling you, you got to stay with what you want. This is what manifesting is. So manifesting is visualizing, affirming, and then taking strategic action. And you use the fuel, the energy that you get from your visualization, from stepping into who you're being, from aligning with your future self. From feeling into the results that you want and, and teaching yourself how to, how to believe that those results are possible for you. And then using that as the courageous fuel to take the actions that are the scary ones that are going to get you to the next level and where you want to go. And I mean that for anyone. I mean to start your coaching business, to, to tell one person that you're available, to, to offer your services. Right all the way up to scaling to seven figures and beyond. This is how it works. So, happy new year. If you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, this is December 29th. If you're listening to it another day, amazing. This is this is gonna work for you no matter what. But as I mentioned at the top of the episode, I put this out because I believe that this is something that could help you to step into a powerful vision for yourself for 2022. I hope that you will consider starting to um, introduce this into your mornings if you don't already. And I want to just say, 
that everything I just outlined to you, to sit, to, to be quiet, to decide how you want your day to go, to visualize your outcomes, to affirm some stuff that you know you need to hear so that you can have an amazing day, right? And to write these things down because writing things, putting pen to paper, like 10 X's your results. It, it guarantees your outcomes by a million more percent. Okay. That's not like a statistic that you can find like on the internet, but I'm trying to like emphasize to you how important it is to write things down. When you write things down, you are a million more times likely to take action on them and make them happen. And then the the biggest way to do it is then to tell someone, okay, tell someone about it. So that's the manifesting. You may need accountability. You may need additional support, but this is real stuff. Manifesting is not magical, but when you make the things happen, it feels magical. When I get in my car, I feel like it's freaking magical. I can't even tell you how amazing it is to have manifested that thing that for so many years I told myself was not possible. And the reason why it's possible is not only because I make enough money, it's possible because I really visualized myself having this and why it would be so important and how it would feel. And that motivation and that fuel is what has helped me to scale my business to the place it needs to be in order for me to do the things that I want to do and have the things I want to have. And I believe that that's possible for you. It is totally possible for you to create a passionate and prosperous life and business or to take the one that you already have and to keep going bigger and bigger and bigger. So if you are listening to this sometime around December 29th, 30th, 31st, Happy New Year. I can't wait to be with you in the next year, in the new year, and to continue doing this incredible work with you. And with that, I am signing off. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you or you'll hear me next week. Thank you so much for listening to Passionate and Prosperous with me, Stacey Brass Russell. Just a reminder that enrollment is now open for Out of Overwhelm and Into Action, my signature group coaching program for coaches, creatives, and entrepreneurs ready to use your gifts, skills, and passion to create offerings, clients, and revenue. To check it out, go to stacybrass-russell.com for all of the details and to sign up for a free call with me to discuss if the program could be a good fit for you. Thank you for being part of the Passionate and Prosperous community. If you're liking what you're hearing, make sure to click the follow or subscribe button on your platform of choice. And if that happens to be Apple, it's the little plus sign on the top right. You'll get notified when new episodes drop every Wednesday. And if you know anyone that you think would benefit from what we're doing here on the Passionate and Prosperous show, spread the love. Tell a friend. Stay tuned for next week's episode. Six figures is just a math problem. As always, I'm sending you love and high vibes. And remember, life is hard and there's always something you can do about it.